United States leads the Rio 2016 virtual medals table launched this spring by Infostrata Sports. You're listening to the latest edition of ATR Radio. I'm Nicole Bennett. The latest virtual medal table projects Great Britain to win a total of 48 medals at Rio 2016, a bit of a drop-off. In 2012, Infostrata's forecast for Team GB was shockingly accurate. Just before the 2012 London Olympics, the virtual medal table forecast predicted 67 British medals. In the end, Team GB finished in London with 65 medals. Infostrata Sports provides data, media, analytic, and event services to sports federations, NOCs, event organizers, rights agencies, broadcasters, media publishers, brands, and app developers. In speaking with Around the Rings on Monday, Simon Gleave, head of analysis for Infostrata Sports, explained just what goes into the virtual medals table and how its projections might benefit NOCs in the lead up to an Olympic Games. Well, it's a, it's a results-based uh, model. So what we actually do is we take um, all of the results in competitions like World Championships, like World Cups. <clears throat> the last Olympic Games itself comes in as well. And we weight those on the basis of uh, where did the different people finish. So first is obviously worth more points than second, more points, second's worth more points than third, third's worth more than fourth, etc. We weight them on how long ago was the competition, so something that happens happened last week, for example, is much more important than something that happened three or four years ago. And we wait them for the competition itself. So World Championships is the most important thing along with the Olympic Games. And then we have different levels for other competitions. And we have information on all sports that and all the events that are in the Olympic Games. So it's constantly being updated as new information comes in. So, for example, the World Swimming Championships last week will be a big uh, thing with the, the next virtual medal table it will be updated on the basis of those results from last week and uh, that'll you know make a change in all of the different uh, in all of the different events there as far as who we predict to be first second third etc so it's results based who aside from great britain are the leaders right now on the virtual medal table for rio 2016 yeah great britain are actually fifth so that's a little bit of a drop-off. Um, I'm basing that on total medals because I know that's how uh, how you uh, deal with it in America. I mean, there are obviously other other ways that uh, that it's sorted the medal table in other places. But uh, if we talk on the basis of uh, total medals, then we have Great Britain as fifth this time around. Um, but the United States uh, lead this with 99. Forecast, 99 medals forecast at the moment, and Russia is second with 75. China with 72 in third place, and Germany we have in fourth position. Do you find at all that, I, I'm sure this is kind of an obvious question, but countries that end up leading the virtual medals table or dominating um, year after year, are they countries that have recently hosted the games? Like, for example, Russia leading the table right now, having hosted in 2014, does that help them at all usually in their performance? Um, it does if you're talking about, well, it's a different... What happens with what happens with host nations is they, as I said earlier, they tend to do best when they actually host it. If we take an exa- a different example, if we take the example of uh, Great Britain. I mean, we expect Great Britain now to win fewer medals than they did last time, and that's a pattern that you see repeated time and time again. Um, a country will produce its peak performance when it hosts, but then after that, it will uh, drop back again for all manner of reasons, uh, I would imagine. I mean, there's certainly a host nation effect which drives uh, drives more medals based on this. 
Um, Russia, it's, diff it's difficult to say because that, that was a Winter Olympics, of course, and it, it really depends probably a lot on the sort of investment that, uh, that was put in then and that is put in now into summer events. I mean, Russia hasn't, uh, hasn't hosted a summer game since, yeah, since uh, the, uh, the breakup of the Soviet Union. The last time was uh, 1980 in Moscow. So I wouldn't have said, and certainly out, out of the numbers from the virtual medal table that we have now, there's no sign of Russia doing better in the summer games because they've hosted the winter games, no. But uh, there is certainly a clear pattern of countries who host the games in the lead up to them hosting them, so the, 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 the games before they host, they do, they do very, very well, they have a better performance, and then they improve on that, they tend to improve on that again at the games itself, but then once they've hosted it, then that uh, medal count drop, starts to drop off again. And I think uh, you, if you look at, if you look at the uh, different medal tables over the years, you'll see that that's a, a very clear pattern. And based on your predictions, will there be any records broken in terms of medal count at the 2016 Olympics? Sure. I mean, there's always records, of course. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a little look um, at some of the sort of bigger ones in terms of medal counts, and um, there's three quite interesting ones towards the top of uh, our projected medal table. Um, obviously, the host nation, Brazil, you'd expect the host nation to... Uh, to usually have its best games when uh, when they host, and this is uh, absolutely the case with Brazil. We have Brazil projected to win 25 medals, um, and the record for for uh, the Brazilians is actually 17 the last time around in London. So that would be uh, that would be a record. Also, their golds um, we have them on nine at the moment compared to uh, their record of five from 2004 in Athens. So that's uh, that's one. Then um, New Zealand. We have on 19 medals and 10 golds. Both of those would be uh, records as well for the country. They won 13 medals in 2012 and also in 1988 in Seoul, which is uh, the record for total medals for New Zealand. So that would be quite significantly broken by this total if it happens. Um, and we also have them on uh, 10 golds, and that's two more than their best in uh, 1984 in Los Angeles. That was eight uh, back then. And then uh, a little bit higher up, um, Japan, who we have in sixth place on uh, total medals, um, with 45. Now, Japan's record is 38. Um, that was also in London in 2012. So there's, there's certainly a few uh, records. There's always records at the Olympic Games, of course. So uh, this is not going to be any different to usual. Right. So does a forecast like this for the Games benefit an organizing committee like Rio 2016, or does it benefit NOCs? And I, I guess what I mean by that is, it, does, it, does it help to kind of know or have predictions in place in any way? I think uh, it drives uh, attention towards the Olympic Games for both, uh, the, uh, for both Rio 2016 and for all of the National Olympic Committees. It means that fans are uh, you know, looking to see, okay, what can, we, what can we expect? What can we expect to happen? And that is nice to have attention for both the Olympic Games and for, uh, for the NOCs on the road to the Games as opposed to just in that short period where the Games actually take place. Obviously, prediction is a very, very difficult thing. Um, 
and you know any prediction that happens you're not necessarily going you, you, you can't predict sport perfectly it just can't happen it's not going to uh, it's not going to be the case but uh, you know we like to think that this is going to get somewhere close to the reality and as you said at the beginning our prediction for team gb and that wasn't the only one that we got very close last time was uh, was very uh, we're very very pleased with that and in fact i went on british radio before uh, london 2012 with uh, experts talking about uh, what Britain might do at the Olympic Games, and uh, the experts predicted a, a great deal more than that, very optimistically. So uh, having been on the radio saying precisely this, I'm very pleased that it came out so well. So it's it's really just, um, I think, driving um, attention for the fans, making the fans interested in uh, what's coming up in a year's time. You know, it's not just about that short period, it's about the whole lead up to that. We can watch people now, see what they do. You can see any sport uh, overall, you know, around the world now. It's nice for people to know, you know, who are the who are the likely uh, medalists, who are the likely contenders next time around. You know, right. Well, and you mentioned attention. Obviously, there's been a lot of attention lately on Rio 2016 with them kicking off the official one-year countdown last week. Um, I was wondering, did Infostrata do do anything in particular to celebrate the the one year to go? Well, we released this. Right. <laughs> um, that's really about it in terms of, yeah, celebrating one year to go. I mean, we're always busy with uh, with the Olympic Games. It's a very big part of our business. So um, we've been working on this for some time now. We uh, we have all sorts of uh, all sorts of different products that we uh, produce around this type of event. So for us, it's just another day, really, other than bring this to people's attention because it's a, a good moment to do that but again it wasn't the first time we've uh, talked about the uh, the virtual metal table for for rio that that was actually launched uh, in march when there were 500 days to go before the uh, the games but uh, as i say we're very busy with uh, with all sorts of stuff leading up to the olympic games so uh, it's really a day-to-day -day thing and what's you mentioned? You know your history as as Infostratus history with the Olympic Games. What what is that exactly? Just as an overview for our listeners. Well, first of all, we have a complete database here of uh, every participant that's ever taken part in uh, in the Olympic Games. We've also worked with different Olympic Games from 2000 onwards, right up uh, to the present day, providing all sorts of different uh, different things to the. Um, games organizers themselves and more recently to the IOC. Um, we've, we've had a contract with the IOC since uh, just after London, which runs through to 2020, and that consists of us providing biographies for all participants at, uh, at each of the Summer or Winter Olympic Games, um, historic results, records and we also provide a team um, on site during each of those Olympic Games who provide statistical background information, records etc, uh, one-liners to uh, to the media and we've been doing that for some time as well. So we've had quite a long relationship uh, with the Olympic Games and it's as I say it's a very big part of, uh, of the business here. We've also, because we have this database, we also went through a process a few years ago, it wasn't just us, but uh, we helped to improve the IOC's own database of, uh, of Olympic results. So that, uh, that combination is very, uh, is very nice. All right, is there anything you wanted to add? Um, yeah, I just wanted to say I just wanted to say a couple of things. First of all, the uh, the virtual medal table itself we updated every month. Um, I know it's available on your website on uh, aroundtherings.com, 
as uh, a widget from us, but it's also available uh, on our own website, which people can access by going to vmt.infostratasports.com. On there, there's also the possibility to subscribe to a free newsletter, which we uh, regularly put out on uh, the changes in this and other sort of analytical type stuff around the Olympic Games. And you can follow us on uh, Infostrata Gold on Twitter, where updates of this are uh, um, available, but also we have a lot of statistical one-liners, nice facts and trivia around uh, all Olympic sports. That was Simon Gleave, head of analysis for Infostrata Sports, with perspective on the virtual medals table for the 2016 Rio Olympics. Be sure to check into Around the Rings online on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I'm Nicole Bennett. Thanks for listening. <laughs>